Hey all, this is Shelby Hall with the PTLH podcast. This is our very first episode and I'm super duper excited but also really nervous at the same time. Uh, God has been calling me to do this and I'm going to be completely transparent like I always will be. I've been putting it off and I've been like, God, I'm too busy for that. Like, that's going to be a lot of work creating a website studying, preparing myself for that, too much, I don't have time for that, well, God was like, yeah, you do, and those are just excuses, you're living in fear, and I'm like, yes, sir, I am, and he reminded me that he's going to be with me every step of the way, and he's going to give me the words, and I'm so thankful for that, for this episode, We're going to be talking about what it means to praise the Lord. Can you guess what PTLH stands for? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This episode is coming to a perfect timing um, with Easter coming up this weekend. Easter is one of my favorite holidays. My family and I have a lot of fun with it. Me and my mom go out and we always buy these huge hats and we look like we're dressed to go to the Kentucky Derby and she makes her dressing which is like the best dressing in the world and I know that everyone says their mama has the best dressing in the world but y'all my mama makes the best dressing in the world anyway I don't just love it because my family and I have a good time with it and because we eat really good that day but because Easter reminds me that God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for my sins and that I'm a sinner. So thankful for his grace. For every um, podcast, I will have a list of questions that I'll be answering or I'll be interviewing someone. But for today, it's just me. And I have these questions that I'm going to answer. The first one wrote down for me asked, what does praise mean? Well, the answer lies in the book of Psalms. Psalms is full of prayers and praises. Uh, As a matter of fact, when I remember verse Psalms 9, 1 and 2 says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, O Most High. That shows that praise is just a way of saying thank you. Like, thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for me. Uh, PTL or PTLH or praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise the Lord is just expressions used to express happiness or relief when prayers are answered or like you can even say you've had a great day and at the end of it you're like PTL like I didn't even pray about that today God but thank you for doing that you're just so good so the next question says what does praise do well praise takes our minds off of us and puts it back on God We all have bad days, right? And we have shortcomings and we fail. I know I do a lot. But when I praise, it takes all that away. Like, 
I don't even think about it anymore. I think about God and He's the most important thing in our life, and that's what we should always be focused on. Because when we're focused on Him, we're not focused on ourselves. That causes us to consider and appreciate God's character. Praise prepares our hearts to receive God's love and the power of the Holy Spirit. The third question says, why do we praise the Lord? Well, my question is, why would we not praise the Lord? Oh, wow. Like, he's our creator, our father, and God is love. We praise him for salvation, protection, kindness, faithfulness, goodness, his love, provision, just to, like, name a few. Wow. God has been so, so good to me, and I really, like, wow, like, how could I not praise him? As a matter of fact, I'm thinking about Paul right now, too. Like, that just crossed my mind. Paul writes to the people of Ephesus uh, in Ephesians 1, giving praise for God's goodness. And so, if you have time later on today, I really encourage you to read Ephesians 1. And just, uh, as you read it, break it down verse by verse and understand what Paul is saying to the people of Ephesus. The next question asks, what does praise look like to God? When we praise the Lord, we are choosing to glorify Him and bring Him honor. Uh, It's a genuine response to His goodness, and it makes Him really proud of us. God, God alone, like, He is the only being person worthy of our worship so our actions our words and our hearts should always bring praise to the lord Um, thank him adore him honor him and obey him when we live righteous lives before god it brings him glory and honor and god what he wants from us the most is our love and our obedience And they really go hand in hand there. He wants all of you. He wants the best of you. And when you give that to him, he I promise you, he will reward you for it. And so the greatest question to me of all is how can we praise him daily? That's super important. Saying thank you and bringing God glory and honor shouldn't just be something that we do on Sundays at church when we come together for that that corporate worship. We should be worshiping Him on the daily. Like, it shouldn't just be a Sunday thing. You, You can worship Him daily by praying and thanking Him for who He is and the things He's done for you. Um jam sessions you can sing it out I'm be honest with y'all I can't sing at all like it's really bad I mean I can I have a voice but like I would never jump up in public to to sing anything ever 
I would run out the building if I had, if somebody told me I had to do it. Like, I really would. It's bad. But one of my favorite things to do in the whole wide world is to jump in my car with an awesome worship playlist and ride around my hometown and just jam out, like, belt out all the songs. I'll fly away, oh glory, one of my faves. I'll be getting it sometimes, but would never do that in public ever. Uh, so that's one way uh, you can do it. You can have a time set every day where you focus on God. So maybe you're a morning person and you wake up a little bit earlier to read your Bible and to pray and just focus on Him and, and praise Him for who He is. Or maybe you're like, I'm definitely not a morning person and I can't wake up any earlier. Well, you can do it at night before you go to bed, you know? Just read read your Bible for a few minutes, pray, make a list of all the things you're thankful for. And maybe you're like, Shelby, I don't have time for a quiet time right now. Or I really don't know how to give that much time to the Lord right now. I get it. I've been there. It took me a long time to really understand quiet time and what it means and how to do it. It really isn't complicated if you think it is like I did. Maybe I need to do an episode about that. Anyway, um, just while you're driving down the road, praise Him. Thank Him for what's going on in your life. And if you're not in the habit of doing it, set an alarm on your phone and like make yourself think about it. Make yourself focus on Him and not on you. Thank him not only for what he does, like he's our creator, he blesses us, he's forgiven us, but also thank him for who he is. He's loving, just, faithful, forgiving, and patient. Also, share your praises like with your friends, with your family, shout out PTLH. For me, when someone shares a praise and like what's going on in their life and how God's moving and I hear about it, it encourages me so much because it reminds me just how amazing God is and how he is a loving God. He's a just God. He's a kind God. And he's working. Thank y'all for tuning in today. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. And again, I hope you got something from it. I'm excited about this. Still, still really nervous, but I'm glad that I have my first episode under my belt. And I will be releasing a new episode sometime next week. Thank you for your time. Hey all, it's Shelby Hall with the PTLH Podcast. Thanks for coming to listen to episode two. Last week we talked about praise and one of the ways we mentioned we could praise God daily is when we have a quiet time. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Just like last week, I have a list of questions. The first one is, what is a quiet time and when do you do it? Scripture says that Jesus would often leave the group and find a quiet place to pray. Mark one thirty five says, Very early in the morning when it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. 
So quiet time, it's a time set specifically for the Lord. It's when you read your Bible and pray. Some people choose to do it in the mornings before everyone wakes up like Jesus did. Others do it at night when everyone is asleep in bed. Others escape on their lunch break. And I've even done mine on a commute to college. It's whenever you have a moment to just stop and put down all distractions and give give that time to God. The next one is, why should we have a quiet time? Well, y'all, if Jesus needed time away to spend time with the Lord, then so do we. I would say we need it more than Jesus did. Our lives are full of distractions and things that keep us away from God. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Y'all, we binge watch Netflix and are constantly on the phone with friends and family. We have jobs. You might have schoolwork. And like me, your schedule could be planned out using every minute of the day. I need time with God where I just sit in prayer and read my Bible and let Him speak back to me. How do you start making it a habit is another question. All right, so I'm always going to be transparent and super honest. Quiet time was very hard for me to make a daily habit. The idea of just sitting in complete silence and reading my Bible at 5 a.m. sounded like the worst thing ever. I'm so not a morning person. My family knows that I have to have two cups of coffee before I'm good to even start the day. Girls, I had it all wrong. And that's why I did not make an appointment with the Lord every day. From everything I had heard about it, it seemed undoable. So I used every excuse in the book not to do it. I said, I don't have time. I'm exhausted. I have a test tomorrow. If you're doing that, stop it. You have time. It doesn't have to be an hour. Start at 15 minutes. 15 minutes will turn into 30 and 30 will become an hour the more often you do it. Um, I'm going to be honest too. I've tried it at all times. I've tried it in the mornings. I've tried it at night on my lunch break, commuting. And for me personally, mornings are my favorite, even though I'm not a morning person. I like being with God for the first part of my day. The time spent before him is exactly what I need to have a good day. And he gives me everything I need to pour into others throughout the day. I encounter a lot of people, and when I have that quiet time, it's obvious. When they come to me with their problems, I can share what what it was about that morning or a scripture that I memorized, and it's just, it's amazing how God works and how He works through my quiet time with Him. Uh, To make this a daily habit, you have to set your alarm or reminder, like, you don't have to do it in the morning. Start out doing it whenever you can, but you need to say, okay, I'm going to do this quiet time. I'm going to give God 15 minutes every day for the next 20 days and do it. Just do it. I promise, like, your your walk with Him will change. The last question is, what do you do during quiet time? Well, I said read the Bible and pray. Um, when I first started, I was like, read the Bible. Okay, I'm, I guess I'm going to like just sit there and read. Well, you, you you may say, 
when I read the Bible, I don't really understand it all. Like, that's awful. I'd rather read a devotional. And you can if you want to. But I read the Bible, and I found a process that I really liked in order to understand what was going on. It's a three-step process, and I want to share it with you. Um, First, observation. So you observe what the passage is saying and describing. You read through a portion of Scripture You go back and make sure, like, everything, you understand what's going on. Like, who are the characters? What's going on? Where is this taking place? Who's speaking? Who's it about? Who are the main characters? What is the subject or event covered in the chapter? What did you learn about people, events, or teaching? When will the events occur? Or did something already happen to someone? Where or when will it happen? Who said it? Where was it said? Why is something being said or mentioned? What will happen? So, yeah, anyway, you get the point. I um, I just observe everything that's going on, and I think about the author and what he wrote. So, let me give an example. Uh, let me find my Bible real quick. Sorry, ladies, but I feel led to just read some scripture while we're at it and walk you through an interpretation of the passage. If I can find my holy Bible. (laughs) I have like 20. Okay, I found one. (laughs) All right. If y'all hear anything in the background, it's my dog, Dolly, and me flipping pages. from John chapter 1. And if you're just starting out with a quiet time, I would suggest John. Uh, It's one of my favorite Gospels. John was very close to Jesus, and there's just a lot in there. Uh, He writes to everybody, whereas Matthew specifically writes to the Jews. And he tells about the birth of Jesus. Um... And there's just a lot of lot of good stuff in John. So I would suggest reading John. Sorry, I'm flipping. I'm still flipping. Alright. So in the beginning, the word That was Dolly. <laughs> Alright. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was God. And the word was with God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him. And nothing was created except through him. 
The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Okay, so what is this talking about? Who's writing this was one of our first questions observation. Well, John, and he was a disciple, and he's talking about Christ, right? Christ is the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. So, what that means is Jesus was the Word, and the Word was with God, and Jesus was God. God gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. So, through Jesus, God created everything. The Word is 